Hello and welcome to the Hoops Dramas Podcast. Adam Shells was joined by Josh Square via the internet. What's uh, good, sir? What is well, good? What is good? What is good? You know, NBA offseason. We've had a lot of offseason talk. Uh, kind of taking a break from the offseason talk. Uh, but there's been a lot of new rumblings about the new 2K video game uh, coming out. You know, you got Devin Booker on the front. You got Michael Jordan on the front. And um, then who the, a couple a WNBA version too, right? It's Sue Bird and someone else. There's a WNBA I know cover that you have, and I know they have the WNBA in the game. I've personally never played a game of WNBA. I mean, to me, we can talk about that in a minute of in terms of changes I want to see. But uh, yes, there is a WNBA cover as far as I know. Yes. Yeah, Sue Bird and uh, Diana Taurasi. So that's pretty cool. And um, I, I did really like the Candace Parker cover last season. So it's, it's cool that they're doing it. And um, I do enjoy playing with the Sky in 2K22 for obvious reasons. Well, yeah. Because they're the best Chicago team in the game. Well, best modern Chicago team in the game. <laughs> That's kind of true. Yeah. I mean, they won the championship. So I mean, dude, they're playing. True. I got to give them a shout out. I believe they're in first place right now. So shout out to them. I mean, they're still kicking everybody's butt. Allie Quigley fourth three point contest win in a row. Shout yeah, that's that. insane. Shout that's out to Allie. Like, and you got to shout out Candace for wearing her DePaul uni at the contest. That was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So that was cool to see. Anyway, uh, reason. Uh, we're having this conversation we, you and you and I are definitely 2k heads. I don't feel like I'm the 2k head to the extent that you are. Uh, no, no, I don't no, know anyone who is, you are a 2k freak. Uh, but you know, we've had our battles. You usually win, whatever. I, I, uh, ain't too proud to admit that. He's still that. salty about those 90% of the time. Uh, you know, I like to win, but, um, let me recap the last time I played Adam. I don't even know, but I do remember this very distinctly. We played 2k 18. And it was COVID, and it was October. It was in your we garage, sat in the garage, and it was and in I December. Absolutely destroyed. Yeah, yeah. It was during COVID. You made me play a game that was two years old, and uh, in your garage. So, all the excuses are built in right there. But anyway, um, yeah, we're going to kind of talk about some of the things uh, with the new game coming. But out. if they get a cross service where we Xbox can play PS4, we're going to play for hours. I don't know. I don't have that kind of free time, my friend. Oh, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But we, we definitely <laughs> got some games in. I'd have to exact my vengeance. Yes, uh, we do. Then I come up there. All right. But, but yeah, then, I do. We go, got to go get to changes. Let's start with the changes we want to see. That's one thing I want to see. You can't play WNBA like against other people. Now, I don't know how many people would actually play like a play now online version of WNBA, but you can add that in. That would be fun. I'd do that. 100%. Yeah. I've played a couple games. I don't play a ton with the women's, but if you made a play now for the WNBA, I could play as the sky all the time. That'd be fun. And you can yeah. make it kind of unrealistic. I mean, you can let them get like the rim grazer dog package <laughs> or something like, or the Manu package or something and make cool. it kind of cool where they, some of them can like dunk it a little bit, but Brittany Griner, cool 
Elena Deladon, um, Sylvia Fowles. Yeah, there's a few that should be able to at least like have that rim grazer package. I agree with that. Um, so, and the game comes out September 9th. So like we're we're getting into it. Uh, you know, we still we've seen a lot of like misinformation, a lot of fake information out there on Twitter. Um, like I saw someone tweeting that, oh, Michael Jordan's rating is higher than Steph Curry's three point shooting rating. It's like, no, it's not, dude. You are falling for propaganda and clickbait. Like that's fake definitely news. not going to be true. Yeah, it's um, the fake news. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're talking about changes we want to see, players we want to see, teams we want to see, in particular like classic teams. Um, but yeah, you said you want to start with changes, so. I'm passing the ball to you. What do you want to see? I would say that would be the first one. Um, one also thing I think they should change is it's way too easy for like, if you get a steal for the ball to just be like taken from you in some really weird way. I think it's really stupid. Like there are times where like you'll get a ball and then somehow the guy will steal it right back. Like the, as soon as the camera changes, like somehow the guy steals the ball. I think it's really ridiculous. There's a, I mean, I know it's a video game, but there's a lot of things like, for example, the mashing. You shouldn't be able to get right underneath the basket and have two guys on you and still be able to score it. I think that's absolutely preposterous. However, at the same the time, defenders ha- are. yeah, but at the same time, you have to be able to make it somewhat reasonable. So at that point, I understand it, but it is really annoying. I don't think anything's wrong with the dribble moves. I think those are fine. Um, I would also say you definitely got to change some of the badges on these like even like some of the rosters because they just don't make any sense. Like there are certain guys who like, for example, Jokic has no defensive badges, but he's one of the best defenders in the low post, as you've said in the league. Yeah. Yeah. And And the whole basketball world's kind of slow to wake up on that, but there are some like, like complete, not nearly the star power, but like Reggie Bullock is a D plus perimeter defense. That's a joke. How about a B plus? How about an A minus? Like, this is the guy Thibodeau used with the Knicks is like his go-to go get me a stop guy and was a super crucial defender for the Mavericks. So uh, every once in a while, I kind of look at a rating and I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. I mean, I don't get it half the time. Like, Oh yeah. That 97, 98 Spurs team, for example, they have to make like David only has a, has a 25 acceleration, but he has 80 speed. It doesn't make any sense. Hmm. I guess it he just doesn't have that yeah, first step. Or like Tim Duncan in that game. He can't shoot anything from outside 12, 10 feet. It's like on that team. It doesn't make any sense. Well, Meanwhile, that's David rookie Camp, Duncan, though. Right. But Duncan, he, like he Duncan, hasn't really – He, I mean, he might have something, but he didn't really develop that till later this year. So I, I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defend 2K on that one. Yeah, but – or how about this? 95-96 Jordan doesn't even have downhill, which is like the bad word your speed gets higher if you go like you're on a fast break or like you get a turnover, he doesn't have it. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Certain things that they do to like, kind of like, like balance it out. Don't really make any sense because even if you're trying to balance it out, that's not accurate to what that is. It's not accurate. Now the rest of the card is the rest of the player, Michael Jordan is, but like Michael Jordan literally had one of the, literally the quickest first, one of the quickest first steps ever. It doesn't make any sense. And when he's going, when he's got it on the fast break, you're not stopping him. He was 10 times faster than everybody else. Which yeah. said, that doesn't really make any sense. Now, and then, now do you and know then, the, just the younger his other Jordan cards, he has Hall of Fame. What? Say it again? What about like the 91 Jordan or like the 80s that Jordan? That has Did Hall they of Fame downhill. And the 92-93 Jordan, I believe, has it as well. So they think he lost a step after going and playing with the White Sox organization. No. So in the game, 
the 91 Jordan has silver quick first step, which is like this thing used for the dribbles. And once you go by him, he's gone. He has it on gold in 95, 96, but he doesn't have downhill. It doesn't make any sense. Hmm. Okay. It's very stupid. See, see, this is what I'm talking about, folks. Josh goes so hard in this. That's why he's the guy we got to talk to. Cause I don't even look at, I don't even look at the badges. I don't know what the badges are. I look no, at some the of the badges ratings. are li- literally the badges are really have- important though. No, there are certain bet. What happens is eventually like within a month or two, you basically figure out which badges are super important. So like the thing with 2k is you can't play it like a regular basketball game. You have to play as though, Oh, it's a video game. So I kind of play it half as a video game and half like a real game. Yeah. You know, I'm glad you said that because I'm not that good at video games, but the way I get my wins uh, and I, I am on hall of fame. I'm not going to share my gamer tag, but I'm on hall of fame or no, I'm on uh, greatest of all time. And I have like a 56 win percentage. Um, but with the way I win, Josh is giving me a look. That's not high enough for him. Uh, but the way I win is usually I out coach people. For example, the other night I was playing, a team and um, they hit me with a three, two zone. I'm like, Oh no, no, no. I am going to dissect you like a frog in seventh grade biology class. (laughs) If you hit me with a zone. And so, um, and and, you know, there's some people who are really good at running zone defenses and stuff. And I do think that like the defensive awareness should be better on zone defenses because it should be playable. Uh, And you really got to like, yes, that's another one too. Like yeah, you, they you stand around like a maniac. Yeah. They just stand around like, no, uh, when you're in a zone defense, you're responsible for an area, not just like a little four foot circle. Well, yeah. So I think that's part of it, but also, and like what you can basically do in there is like, you can have Giannis and you can play zone and you can just have Giannis run around the entire court and he can get you. Now that's fine. If you're playing as the box and you play in a zone, they do do the switches. So I think you have to play like the defense system in order for that to happen. But even so it's ridiculously, it's just too annoying. So I do agree on that. I definitely agree with you on that. It's just, I don't like the way the zone plays at all. It's really annoying. Steals. I don't mind. Steals are totally fine. The blocks are fine. I got no problem with that. Sometimes the animations are just ridiculous. I think they did a good job with the transition between 2k 21 and 2k 22 on steals. Like, cause it's, it made it a little uh, harder for the dribbler. Like, I think if you get up in a defender's space, yeah, they might dribble it off your knee. You know what I mean? Like that's real basketball. If you're, if you're, what they do is in this game, what they do in this game is if you're real No, So what I like in this game is if you're really hounding and harassing them and they keep trying to dribble and getting, trying to get by you, eventually usually what happens is, and this happens probably two times a game for me, probably at least once a game. Or twice, I'd say one, two times a game at least. Uh, you'll get in the grill, and you just draw yeah. a charge. Yeah, and that's what I love about that is that the game won't let you steal it, but it'll let you take a charge. And especially, yeah, the charges got better. Like I think the defensive uh, engine or whatever it would be called did get a lot better. And especially, you notice that with uh, like I was in a matchup a few weeks ago where I was the uh, bad boys, and I was against the modern Mavericks. And so at first I'm getting absolutely cooked because I don't have an answer for Luka Doncic. I called the timeout. I went small to kind of match them. And so I went to a seven second offense and then I took Isaiah Thomas off Luka Doncic. I put Joe Dumars on Luka Doncic 
And then I uh, put Jordan rules, right? Perfect. Cause I'm the bad boys. And so then uh, I wound up winning that game by 13 when I was down eight or something like in the first or second quarter. Uh, but, but that's another thing. Coaching is huge in the game. I like that. It isn't just like an arcade game. I'm not playing NBA jam, you know, uh, in some of the older games felt that way. Like you do, if you want to be great in the game, you have to have some basketball IQ. You got to kind of know what you're doing in the best, uh, make adjustments, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought that was nice. Now I, I did want to circle back about a comment you made about that Spurs because we're talking about like teams we want to see. Okay, riddle me this. You have Mario Ellie in the game. You have Steve Kerr in the game. Why do you have the 97-98 Spurs instead of the 98-99 Spurs, especially when you have the 98-99 Knicks, the team that beat them in the championship, like it would require minimal changes. You bring in a slight, like the year after, because you have the 97-98 Steve Kerr, bring, put in a 98-99 Steve Kerr. I believe he wore number four. And then, um, you know, you, you bring in a Mario Ellie, an older Mario Ellie, and then you have the 98-99 Spurs, and maybe you bring down Robinson slightly and you bring up Duncan slightly, but it's essentially the same team, but it's just stupid that they have the lesser version of what's essentially the same team. Sure, you don't have Chuck Person and um, who's the other one? Uh, Vinny Del Negro anymore, but you have Mario Ellie and you have Steve Kerr. And you give me Steve Kerr with that team? Sheesh. You actually wouldn't because they'll make it right like his regular rating and he shot his worst three-point percentage of his career that year. So what was he it? would ha- not have a good – he shot 31%. Oh, only 41. That was the worst. 31. Oh, 31. 31. Yeah, he did go through a slump. But if they if they do their homework, they'll know that he had some monster – He like he really helped them in the playoffs. So hopefully they boost that up. You got to have Steve Kerr at least a 93-point. No, he didn't. Unacceptable. Otherwise, he shot twenty six percent from the playoffs in ninety nine. So well, there was a game. Did. There was a game. That was two thousand three versus the Dallas Mavericks. Okay, well, you know what? You and your this facts. is why you lose to me in trivia. Well, Steve Kerr, career best three point shooter of all time. I know that one, and so you got to at least respect him. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna play you in trivia. You are just, just on that alone. It's, oh, I can't. You're undefeated. On, on full I'm court at the mouth. You're undefeated. I don't Let me just recap that game for you guys in 2003. No. For, oh, okay. no, 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 okay. no. I'll okay. just give you this fourth quarter score. They were they outscored the Dallas Mavericks 34-9. So just to keep keep that in perspective, they outscored them by 25, which means they were down 13 going into that fourth quarter. And they absolutely blew them out of the water, which is pretty dang impressive. Pretty dang impressive. Champions. Steve Kerr had nine points in that quarter. Championship pedigree. Championship pedigree. Um, no, what what teams would you like to see in the game? I, I have just, you know, two or three. That All right. I'd so really like one team that I definitely would want to see is I got to see that – I mean, you can't – the problem is you can't put the 92-93 Suns in that. You can't put them in there. In that kind so, of – because that's one of my teams too. Because, yeah, that ties into what players we want to see in a very obvious way. Because, yeah, that's on my list. The 2003-2004 or 2004-2005 Pacers would be very interesting. I think well, they have them, don't they? No. 
they do have uh they have oh, I, oh I'm years sorry. later I you said pistons no the, i the thought you said pistons yeah I, I agree ron artest who else would you want adam um, the 97, 98 Pacers is at, like at the top of my list and it ties into Reggie Miller needs to be in the game. And they just can't get his rights. That's they, the they, they need to, they got to figure it out because it hurts. Not like you can't even play as the all time Pacers, you know, right. without like two guys, I, I would run with that team a lot. If I had two guys, Ron Artest you, and Reggie it, Miller, Ron Artest being on the team you mentioned, but that 97-98 Pacers team took the 97-98 Bulls to seven games in real life. And like, just to go through quickly, Rick Smits, Antonio Davis, Dale Davis, Chris Mullen, Jalen Rose, uh, Mark Jackson, Reggie Miller, and uh, what, Travis Best, like, I mean, it's it's truly one of the best teams of all time not to win a championship. People always talk about how Jordan never went to the seventh game in the finals. Well, Eastern Conference finals he did, and the Pacers were in control for a lot of that game. And uh, that would be a really fun team to play with because I, I like to kind of play modern with old teams. And give me, uh, even if it's an older one, give me Chris Mullen, Reggie Miller, Jalen Rose and Mark Jackson. And then I'm just plugging Rick Smith's as my uh, center down low, have everything run out behind him, probably put um, Mullen at the four. It's going to be problems, but I mean, and and not to mention arguably, and I don't think this guy gets enough credit. Dirk's going to shoot it right in your face. Oh yeah. Coach Coach Larry Bird. Three years. Let me just give you the rundown for Larry Bird in three years as the head coach. He nearly knocked off Jordan. The next year, he goes to the Eastern Conference Finals. He loses in six games to a red-hot New York Knicks team. Third year, they take him to the Finals. That is one heck of a run for a Steve Kerr. I don't know why. Okay. But for uh, Larry Bird, yeah, he, he's, he's truly one of the – yeah, he was a really good coach. I mean, just the fact that he got them to – not to mention they won the Central Division both years after that. And the only reason they didn't win the first time, they only missed out on winning the Central Division by four, five games. That team so, in 97, 98, 58 and 24. They were really good. That team was really, really, really good. That was a special Pacers team. And the Fred thing Hoiberg. is Fred Hoiberg. Yeah, they had Freddie too. They had Freddie too and Austin Crozier. Yeah. Derek and McKee. All, yeah, they had a really good team, really deep team. They had a really deep team. And if you look yeah. at that play, I mean, if you look, they had a nine-man rotation in the playoffs. That's almost unheard of. When you have a nine-man rotation in the playoffs and you have nine quality guys playing, that is very difficult to stop. By 97-98, you could really argue the Bulls' depth was absolute crap. I mean, I think that the Pacers were the deeper team. And I think that's I- – I think by nine, like I said, by 97, 98, you look at those Bulls teams, and what you'll see is by that last championship team, that that bench was just bad. It was just bad. And not to mention Dennis was still good, but he I mean you still had Steve Kerr and uh Tony Kukoc on that bench. Like yeah, it wasn't had, that bad. They had enough. They had enough. I mean, they had enough. Dude, you only needed a seven-man rotation, really to do things on that team because the seven guys that they were playing were so good. You didn't need anything. When you got Jordan out there. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I just and that Pacers team was so deep. But hmm, who else would you want to see besides that Indiana team? Well, this is a team you mentioned, so I'll I'll share the rock with you here. But um, yeah, it kind of ties into players you really need to see in the game. Uh, and I got to talk about Charles Barkley. Uh, if you look at the, I'm going to pull up the Phoenix Suns. Uh, before we get to that roster. though, I, before we get to that one, I'll also throw one in. I want to see the 88, 89 maps. That would be fun. Okay. I am not going to lie. I think I could maybe name two players on that team. So why do you want to see them? Because that team was one game away from, or I, or at least the 87, 88 team. Is it's that, very do they have, uh, I'll, they give have that team. I'll give you that team. Uh, Derek Harper, Ronaldo Blackman, Mark Aguirre, Sam Perkins, Detlef Schrempf, okay. Ron Tarpley, and James Donaldson. And okay, Roy that Tarpley, seems sick. Yeah, that team almost beat the Lakers. Roy Tarpley, before he, got, before he had his drug issues, in that playoffs, averaged off the bench 18 points, 13 rebounds. He's coming off the bench. That team was loaded in Dallas. In the year before they won, they won the Midwest Division. They just lost to Seattle, who went out to the Western Conference Finals. And had they played the Lakers, I can guarantee you they would have probably gone seven in that series too. That Mavericks team was insane. And after that, that was the last year that Aguirre was there because they wanted to get traded. Yeah. Um, of course, goes to the Pistons, and then he's in those teams. So, like, a, a two-part answer for you here. Yeah, if you put Charles Barkley in the game, it makes the Phoenix Suns, who are a very fun all-time team, because you have some of the best guards of all time there. Uh, like CP3 should be added, and he, I think he will um, with the success he's had with the Suns. But then you already have Jason Kidd, like a young, athletic Jason Kidd, probably pop, not prime Jason Kidd, but prime athleticism Jason Kidd, uh, Devin Booker, Dan Marley, uh, Kevin Johnson, Dennis Johnson, Steve Nash. What do all these players have in common? They're all guards. Sure, you have Amari Stoudemire. You got uh, Sean Marion. You got Tom Chambers. But when you look at the 13 players on the all-time Suns that like are um, in the play now online mode, because you can't adjust the, um, like you can't bring in Larry Nance, Alvin Adams or anything, like 10 of the 13 are guards. And so it makes them like, even they're a super fun team, it makes them virtually unplayable because you can, you pretty much have to have four guards and then Sean Marion, uh, Tom Chambers. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 in Amari Stoudemire kind of rotating in as your bigs, but you don't even have like four bigs on the roster. If you bring in Charles Barkley, that team gets way more fun. He's obviously the highest rated, if not slightly under Nash, who's a 97 in the game. But then, yeah, if it also makes it where hopefully you can have, because you have just about all the other players, the 92-93 Suns. Barkley averaged 25.6 points per game that year, 12.2 rebounds and five assists, 1.6 of steals. Uh, he was the MVP, if I'm not mistaken, that year. You have Dan Marley, who's lights out in that game. Super fun. One of my personal favorite players of all time. He averaged 16.9. Uh, Kevin Johnson averaged 16.1. And um, 
shot horribly from three that year. But Marley, this is insane for like when you consider when this is happening. Marley shot just over five threes a game and shot 38% from three uh, during that year. So you're getting like absolute prime uh, Dan Marley. Then you get Richard Dumas, uh, Cedric Salabos. Danny Ainge and Tom Chambers. Sabalos. There you go. Uh, It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. They are all averaging over 10 points a game. And so um, that would be a super fun and deep team to have. Um, But those are like the two biggest ones for me. And then, uh, you know, this is more players, but like, and I think Luol Dang's going to be back in the game, but fix the 2011 Bulls. Like, oh my God, it's horrible. Like now you have Ronnie Brewer, but like Luol Deng's gone and There's Kyle no Korver's gone. Because before Kyle you Porter? couldn't play because they didn't have Ronnie Brewer, and you know, like you had to like play Taj Gibson at the small four and half the time. He doesn't even have any defensive badges either. They don't. They only have eight guys. At that it's point, so like, enough. why do you have why do you have them as a team? And fix the fix the uh, Denver Nuggets where an Eduardo Naharaz, your starting shoot guard, like get Jared Smith back in the game. Come on. It's really annoying. I do agree with that. I agree. Um, another team I would really want to see in the game. <sighs> Let me think. Oh, yeah. We got the Kobe Shaq Lakers. Oh. My pal Gasol, though. Yeah, yeah. We need, miss, I, we need the second run. We need the second I think Kobe. Gasol's going to be put back in there. But also, you need Ron Artest in the game for that. And you yeah. need Lamar Odom. Dude, if Lamar, oh, dude, if Lamar Odom was in that game, I would just run him at point guard. <laughs> and the all-time Clippers would be that much more fun. Oh my like, God, it would be George, so fun. It'd be so long. It'd be so fun. It'd be so fun. You, I could put DeAndre. It'd be fun if Bob McIntyre could shoot threes too. He's got some mid-range. He's got, dude. First of all, if you please, Adam, do yourself a favor, go back and watch Buffalo Braves games from the seventies. Bob Dan, Bobby McAdoo has one of the most gorgeous jumpers you will ever see. That thing is gorgeous. Josh Sclair, ladies and gentlemen. Only oh, he would cool. tell me to watch uh, Bob McAdoo from the 70s, but that's why we love him. Dude, he's so good. He's so I good. have not seen any Bob McAdoo, so that's he's on got, my list. He's honestly one of the smoothest releases I've ever seen. Um, he's got it. He's at, how about this? Kareem said he was the best shooter that he ever saw. Wow, that's something. Kareem Especially said that was the best shooter. some of the guys Kareem played with. Byron Scott. He said, or he was the one of the best deep shooters that he's ever seen. I think he said that. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Uh, any other, uh, we, we talked about teams changes, uh, any other teams and players we want to get into? Honestly, I think that's a good start, but I think that's the main issue we got. I need to see the, the Lakers. I mean, they have to step it up, but I think that that's, I think there's enough classic teams, but at the same time you could put in, the Pau Gasol Lakers, that would be a lot of fun. Um, I mean, I think that they've got pretty much all of their bases covered after that. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Why are the 94 and 95 Rockets not a thing? Why is Clyde Drexler and Akeem not a thing? Why do you have the 93, 94 Rockets? Just put them both in, you know. No, It's, it's just can... an Otis Thorpe, Clyde Drexler trade, you know. You have I know, like, but you can't play now online with that. You know how funny it would be to have a Clyde Drexler, Hakeem. Oh, no, that, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like the game should put in both teams. 
So you have the 93, 94, and the 94, 95. I suppose. I mean, that could eh, that could work. Or how about this? What if you put in Billy's Blazers? Oh, that would be that would be interesting. How about it? How about like even if it's some sort of mode, like ABA mode? That would but be I don't fun. know. That would, that would be that a would be too much thing. work. That would That'd be, be too much. Work. Yeah, that's too Legal much work. Department stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You can't um, like I think if they didn't have all these legal issues, I can guarantee you if there were no restrictions, it would be one of the coolest things ever because they would put stuff like that in the game, probably. Yeah, yeah. I wonder well, that's that's like some research we'll have to do another day and see where like the rights belong with the AD. I could look that up. I could look that up for us. I mean, but I'm not doing that because I'm I'm, yeah. little, I, I'm in law school, but I'm also lazy, so <laughs> yeah yeah well that's perfect but we'll do it another time uh let's round it out this way so we're kind of wrapping up the 2k 22 year um give me your favorite teams to play with who, who did you enjoy playing with and who did you have the most success playing with and uh why you don't have to reveal all your secrets but okay so the team i have the most success with is probably that Spurs team, which I put Spurs. you on, I put you on. That's crack. That team is crack. Uh, that Bucks team, that's 70, 71, but, but you know, it's easy to win those games. My best tier one team. Oh, that's the Oklahoma city thunder with KD and Harden. Okay. And, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. They're hard to stop. Dude. Oh, first of all, KD, he doesn't have any defensive badges. That guy was averaging a block and a half and a steal a game when he was dude. KD is an insanely good defender, like a very good defender. And I don't think people give him enough credit. So that year in – so, dude, he averages a block and a steal a game because he's so long. But even even though he doesn't have the badges, he's so long that he literally just bothers every shot. And Ibaka is so good. He just can't shoot threes. But he's if he gets open, he's money from pretty much inside 20 feet. Harden, I can dribble with him. Russ, I can dribble with him. And then KD, if you get a step back with KD or Harden, it's automatic money. At least KD is automatic money. I have a few. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. And then my last favorite team, of course, the 95-96 Bulls. That's number two. My favorite team to use in the game, though, Mr. Larry Bird. Yeah. That's my favorite. That's my The 85-86 Celtics. When Larry gets hot. But they don't know how to defend Larry. I had a game once. The guy was playing really bad defense. So I just said, you know what? No, no, no. I remember this. I was playing the Atlanta Hawks. I just did pick and fades, and Trey Young switched every time. Oh, make an adjustment. Sir. I scored 87 points. With Larry Bird or the team? Yes. With Larry with, you, wow. That's insane. My record with Larry is 105. I don't think I've ever scored in a in play now online. Yes, but the guy five minute quarters. Yeah, the most that yeah, 87 is the second most. Third most is 77. That's insane. I I mean, if I score 80 points in a game, it's a pretty good offensive game for me. Um, I beat a guy. Let me just let me explain to you guys how good how bad it is with 2K. Uh, today I played somebody and I won 103 to 49. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had 54 points. I would have quit. Had, I would have quit in the first quarter. I, I, I love it. Uh, Oscar Robertson had a beautiful 25 assists. 
insane. All right. So here, here's, here's my teams and I have like some honorable mentions, but these are the teams I had the most success with this year. Uh, the Showtime Lakers. It took me, honestly, I was really inspired by uh, winning time and we'll do another podcast on that this summer. Great off season content, great show. Um, but when I kind of figured out the way to play with them and the X factors, because the obvious is Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But when you can figure out how to get Michael Cooper and um, Byron Scott going from three, you can play a modern team and run them out of the building. The lineup I like to do is I go Magic at the one, Scott at the two, start Cooper at the three, James Worthy at the four, and then I go Kareem at the five. AC but that's Green all you coming can off do. the bench. But you can't put AC Green in the game. You really can't because when you use Worthy, Worthy is so difficult to guard. It just makes everything harder. And not to mention – I like to give Kareem a breather. But then what I do – I'm not done here with my little spiel. Then what I do is I switch to the seven-second offense. And then I control the game with magic. Uh, I control the tempo of the game. And the, what usually happens is my opponent starts rushing shots, trying to match my pace, which is the last thing you want to do against that team, because you have like an all time great defender in Michael Cooper. You have the longest defender uh, point guard ever in uh, magic Johnson. Then if you want to go inside, like, dude, it's Kareem, you know? Right. And not to mention, here's the scary thing. If Magic gets in a fast break, one of my favorite things to do is I have the I figured out the cut button. The only thing I hate about the cut button is is that it doesn't always cut to the proper person, so it's really annoying. That's one thing I got to fix. Is I got to figure out if you can have someone. Cut. I'm gonna have to test this out. But um, when you go in a fast break, if Magic's got the ball and I get down court and I get one inch of space in front of you. An automatic two points in the bucket. It's an yeah. automatic slam. Yeah, exactly. It's automatic. And um, the only yeah, – so, like, that's how you really control that team. Now you make me want to play with them. They're super I think, fun. I you, think you, I'm going to have to play them one more time. I just don't like playing because they – I can't space the floor with James you Worthy. Gotta, you have to switch to the seven second and run James Worthy at the four. I know. I use James Worthy at the four. Because – but that's how I fix my spacing issues with, with the seven-second offense. The problem is, is that – these jerks, what they'll do is they'll just play off ball and they'll sag off Worthy and use an extra defender, and then Worthy's at three-point line and nothing happens. Then have him charge him and dunk over him. But <laughs> Worthy's not your po- focal point, at least for me. Like, no, it's never. You know who leads me. my point, who usually leads me in scoring when Scott. I'm that team is Byron Scott. Yeah. Lights out from three. Usually when I, when I used to – Usually when I used to play with them, actually my league score on the 95 team, 16 for the Bulls is Scotty, usually. But um, for that, I need to get B. Scott going because I used to in the other game, but then it just didn't work because just simply for the fact that, I don't know, i just never been able to get Scott going, but I think I know how. Oh, yeah. Just use him like you would Clay Thompson is my advice. Yeah, give him off screens, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 96 Bulls, really good with them. I love running Scotty at the center. And then I uh, usually start uh, Kerr at the point guard, and I bring Ron Harper's my sixth man. I, I, I go with a lineup of Kerr, Jordan, Pippen, Kukoc, Rodman. And then I'll bring um, 
Harper off the bench is my small forward because he's a very versatile defender. And like by today's standards, like he's, I mean, he was already a really big guard then, but you're talking about another six, six lanky guy. Uh, and then I can absolutely cook with Steve Kerr because uh, the modern game caters to that shooting ability. I, I actually don't even use Ron Harper. I only use Jed Bushler. So what Bushler I do can is, get you buckets too. So what I do is I go, I only use a six man rotation. If they're off balling Rodman, that lets me know, okay, he doesn't know how to guard. He, he, and he stays in the middle and, like, guards the middle. And then he only can guard the backdoor cut. Then I put Judd in. So now i got five out. So now I skip. Yeah. So now if anybody gets open, it's wide open. Try going with the lineup of uh, Kerr, uh, Harper, Jordan, uh, coach Pippen. And I then you have that. five guards. I don't usually so like I, it, I that's usually what I'll do is I'll put Harper or Bushler. Here's the scary thing, and and honestly, I could do that, and I probably will because Harper can shoot it if he's in the corner. If he's in the corner, he can hit it, but not always. But he can hit it. I put Mike at point guard. Mike's my point guard. Oh yeah, he's great. Well, <laughs> I um, usually get like t- at least usually twenty five, and Mike will probably have at least nine assists every game. Oh at yeah, at least twenty five. I'll have a. I, I, I guy quit on me the other day, but it was uh, the T-Mac Houston Rockets against the 95, 96 Bulls. And I had, was. oh, I, I was like, I think I had 16 points and 10 assists in the first half with Jordan already. And the guy quit halfway through the second quarter uh, running out of time here. So I'm going to get through the rest of my teams, uh, 97, 98 Spurs, which I'm giving myself credit. I put you on, I put you <laughs> on them. That's probably the team I had the highest winning percentage with in this game. Just because Tim Duncan you, and David Robinson, and once you dude, figure you out how to feed the outside, go to the basket. You yeah, can't no, you go can't. To the basket. And, and once you figure out how to use the outside shooters, especially um, game over. It, like Sean Elliott is pretty much like a poor man's Larry Bird in that game, and then you just run everything through Avery Johnson, and they're unbelievable. The thing that's scary is, oh yeah, I, I'm not going to reveal this. I will text you it after the playbook I use because they both have because it's Tim Duncan and David Robinson. Sean Elliott gets open three times a game exactly. just off that alone. Exactly. And 96, 97 Miami Heat. I'm good with them for similar reasons because you don't have D- Tim Duncan and David Robinson, but you have Alonzo Mourning and P.J. Brown, and then Dan Marley is an absolute sniper. It's the same team except it's got much higher quality players in terms – I think that 97, 98 team's good. That 96, 97 team is just fine if you want to use rebounds and get putbacks. And then you have Dan Marley outside who will literally just – lamp everything and then tim hardaway better point guard um the 85 86 celtics yeah they're a great passing team they're a great defensive team and you can absolutely dominate on the glass with them and then let larry bird just go crazy uh the modern 2000 or the modern chicago bulls i had a lot of fun with because i literally would just play like the bulls played which is really hard to stop especially in a video game i'm running in transition i'm getting open looks and i'm absolutely cooking you with uh levine and DeRozan. and then i have two all-time teams let's start with my honorable mention is the all-time jazz i win a lot with them but I, they're not like one of the teams I win the most with, but they're just so fun to play with. Now, the, mo- the all-time team that I really found a lot of success with, and people have quit, so I've never done this, but like when I've been on pace to score 100 points is the all-time Nets. And the, here's what I do. My secret scientist brain here. Kevin Durant is my starting center. Julius Irving is my power forward. 
Vince Carter is my small forward. And then I have Petrovich and Jason Kidd. And I have five guards. And if they if they have a center on the floor, I make them come out to guard, you know, Kevin Durant from 40 feet. And he absolutely goes bananas. Every single player on the floor can shoot except Julius Irving isn't a great shooter, but he's like one of the best dunkers in the game. You can control Yeah, transition. but even though he can't shoot, shoot, that's... If he's Nets open, Dr. he's going to knock it down. Dude, it's Nets Dr. J, and Nets Dr. J in this game is so effing good. Yeah. It's so good. So, um, those are my teams. Anyway, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the next game, and um, hopefully uh, you, everyone listening is as well. Uh, Josh, any closing thoughts? Nope, I just can't wait to go kick somebody's ass. Honestly. <laughs> I want to go kick someone's butt and hook it right now. I bet you do. I bet you're going to grab the uh, you're gonna grab that Showtime Lakers team. I'm going to debate on that. I'm not sure which one I'm going to get. Now I'm you're like, maybe I'm going to go all-time nuts. I don't know where I'm going to go. That's a good question. Uh, well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. We'll see you next time.